This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Angrez apna lagan aur News Laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. Welcome to the 463rd episode of Hafta from now and officially cold Delhi. Winter is upon us and the air is a little cleaner so thank God for that. Joining me in the studio today is Manisha. Hello. who has just recorded a uh, nuisance today and she got great material yes just when we were worried that it'll be a slow news week and we may be a bit boring then reporters for, did for uh, unemployed <laughs> youth made sure that it wasn't a slow Actually, news week it's not the unemployed youth it's the very much employed media that made it such a spectacle for us yeah, to cover <laughs> more than the protesters joining us online uh, from chennai is jeshri hi jeshri Hello hello. Uh also joining us online is Rahul Verma. Hi Rahul. Hi. Uh you may have already heard Rahul on Hafta before. We've had him in the past and also he was on election day on the results day he was at the India Today studio. Uh he's a fellow at the Center for Policy Research and he's visiting assistant professor in the Department for Political Science at Ashok University. So we can't wait to hear what you have to say about what the election has thrown up and the choices of chief minister. If at all you have a take on that, so welcome Rahul. Thank you. Also joining us online is Aruna Chandrasekhar. Hi Aruna. Hi. How's it going? Well, getting on. Uh, Aruna, as many of our listeners and viewers will already be aware, is an independent journalist and researcher. She writes on issues of corporate accountability, climate change, land rights, and environmental conflict. Before we get into the discussions, I have a news laundry Christmas offer. Ho ho. Oh, I'm Santa thing by the way. I'm Santa Claus. So News Laundry is running a Christmas offer from the 15th of December to 31st of December. Ho ho ho. The offer is on two News Laundry merch hampers. We get a special deal so not only can you get some fantastic gifts for others because on Christmas you should give gifts. Ho 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 cuz I'm not going to give you. To know more about and avail the offer you can go to the show notes and click on the link Christmas offer or just go to newslaundry.com. and check out the christmas offer so let's get with the elections first so over the past week the bjp has announced its chief ministers in rajasthan chatisgarh and madhya pradesh all three are seeing new faces in chatisgarh we have vishnu deosai in rajasthan we have bajanlal sharma and in madhya pradesh we have mohan yadav so rahul um, purely anecdotally i was in rajasthan last weekend and uh, some people that i know there who are not the traditional bjp voter uh, but they were all overwhelmingly women said that you know we've all voted bjp uh, because we think vasundhara should be chief minister we need a woman chief minister be like vasundhara uh, of course i'm sure it helped that they were also you know rajput yeah wande happy but, with diya kumari but they were quite upset that she has not been made chief minister now i was wondering that is there a significant number of people who voted vasundhara uh on is there even a way to decide or figure out through data that did people vote for modi or for vasundhara or for bjp or for ladli or for mamu or whatever else it is so uh, short answer is it's very hard even for people who vote to be able to figure out what they voted on uh, the reason why i'm saying this uh, we have one way of rationalization the act of vote is one but a lot of things go into uh, anyone's mind when they are voting right like uh, as you mentioned about that while they were thinking of women they were also rajputs right so uh, in some ways uh, lots of complex things happen in voting decisions uh, but 
people who study voting behavior, they try to distill each of these factors separately. All of them combined, we don't know how much each of these factors make up. But for example, uh, in surveys, people are asked, uh, you know, do you vote on your local candidate? Do you look at the party or do you look at the state national level leadership? Uh, and there is sort of like nationally one third, one third, one third division if you remove the no opinion, right? So, so these things matter to people. Uh, to me, any election outcome is basically a combination of at least five things, uh, which is... I haven't been and I haven't gone to Chhattisgarh in a few years, but I mean, at least being in touch with people on ground and also, I mean, being around for, you know, the 2014 as well as 2018 elections. And the fact that, you know, the Congress had campaigned very much on um, saying on Adivasi issues, on land rights, on mining, um, especially in particular belts, um, where it had promised to not further expand, you know, uh, mining in Hasdeor and for instance, and that was one of the track to mobilize voters. And then it came into power and it did exactly the same thing. Right. But yes. is it also true that the uh, press lost a bunch of its tribal votes in Chhattisgarh also because they were trying to project this entire thing of Bhupesh Bhagel as this proud Hindu. There's a video of him diving into a river or something. So yeah. trying to sort of beat this Hindutva game, but in the process really alienating what was once, I suppose, a lot of its vote banks and like Bastar and all. Rahul, I had... Uh, you know, payload this theory that I do on Hafta every now and then, something or the other. Uh, that, I mean, I don't believe that politics, by and large, people vote on any issue. It is a person. We are living in the age of social media stars. Influencer is the key. So I think Modi's charisma, I mean, if he says everyone stand on your head, you'll stand on your head, you pito thali, pito thali, he doesn't. So I think it is that and identity. I genuinely believe that very few, I mean, the the people who decide are just deciding if they like the guy or not. And that depends completely on the persona. I disagree with uh, that theory. Hmm. Uh, see, Modi is here today. He wasn't with BJP or leader of BJP 15 years ago. BJP still had 18% vote. Uh, and tomorrow, if Modi goes, BJP might be at 40% or come down to 15 or 18%. What does that tell you? That there is a 15 to 20% of votes which is always going to stick with BJP whether Modi is around or not. Why are those people with BJP? Manisha, your, my question to, to you is uh, why do you think Vasundhara and Mamu weren't made? Is it because Modi doesn't want another Modi emerging in 10-15 years? So if just uh, the CSTS post-poll survey actually had some interesting data on this where they asked people whether you voted for Modi or you voted for the CM. So Modi was a big factor among BJP voters. But interestingly with the CM choices when they asked in each state, you know, who do you want your CM to be? And they gave a choice like Diya Kumari, Vasundhara, someone else. The BJP voters across these three states stuck with the popular faces. So they said Vasundhara, Mama and Raman Singh. Hmm. But the overall voters didn't seem to care. Which means the BJP voters, the, Congress, every, the guys who voted for everyone. Voters, yeah. So which means that... Now, coming to what happened in UAE. Can you tell us three things that we should be optimistic about and three things that disappoint you from what has emerged in COP28? Is there something to be said that 
the the what you call statement had to be done and redone and all sorts of lame excuses are given that the first one was a test case now that is the final i mean there are successive iterations we have on carbon brief something called a negotiations text tracker so we, for each of these subjects whether that is adaptation you know well how how quickly can you adapt to like the sort of damages that we are seeing or the climate impacts or for all of this um, each produces a whole bunch of different decks, right? And countries fight over them and they have to arrive at a decision. So there are multiple iterations of everything. And that's the point of having cops in the first place. It's not the circus. But at the same time, none of this is particularly binding, right? So essentially, the nature of the Paris Agreement is everybody does what they want back in that that is your nationally determined nature. Right. So another thing which was like a big deal was like the fact that developing countries were also like, hey, can we have a conversation about trade? Right. Because like the US has its Inflation Reduction Act. There are all of these green trade wars where, you know, suddenly the EU and the US are concerned about green development. So they are thinking and like developing countries that be like, oh, now you're on the development brigade. But what does that mean in terms of trade barriers, right? On China, on India, on countries that like produce cocoa or uh, coffee, right? If you're saying that we don't want deforestation tied with this thing, or we want you to have low emissions like steel or aluminum production. So those are things from the outside, which are not in the climate conversation. Those are in the trade conversation. So everyone was developing countries wanted to see that sort of being discussed here. I thought it was very strange that one of the most out of touch people in the world gave an opening address at COP28. I mean, he's not an elected head of government or anything. It was King Charles, who said he was so worried about there being more carbon dioxide in the atmosphere today. As the man who... <laughs> Got a pretty private jets left from the UK to head to COP28. There's one for Rishi Sunak, one for David Cameron and one for King Charles because God forbid that Rishi Sunak and Cameron share a plane with somebody else. Bas, muft mein itna ich milega. For the full uncut podcast, subscribe to News Laundry and pay to keep news free. The best way to listen to the Hafta and indeed all our podcasts is through the News Laundry app. You can download the app by clicking on the links given in the show notes. So do download our app and get the best podcast experience. And also pay for news and support a new news media ecosystem that News Laundry is trying to encourage, where we are accountable to you because we run on contributions that you make. We don't take government ads, we don't take corporations ads, so that news serves the public because when the public pays, the public is served. Subscribe to News Laundry, click on the link in the show notes below and proudly say, I pay to keep news free.